Hey, man. Hey, Chris. It's nice to see your so, face. <laughs> it's nice to see your face. Albeit, uh, uh, we're slightly pixelated. Is it? Slightly. We are uh, we are doing our fourth episode from long distance yes, because of the coronavirus, yep. COVID nineteen. Fun times. Um, fun times. Although this time, before we were trying to doing this for phone, now we're on like Facebook, uh, video chat, something yes. or other. We're moving up in the world. We are. We're we're getting closer a new... to the twenty first century. <laughs> I think we might be a little late on that one then. <laughs> At least I'm. I found how how lacking of technical skills I really am as I searching my very cluttered office for my headphones. Well, I completely failed to help you set up your technical situation, so we we both are equally <laughs> to blame. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're gonna do a, a mini sode again. Fun times. Right. Fun times. Did we decide um, we didn't on really a have topic. So we didn't really have a topic picked out, and so I was driving to a quick trip to the grocery store, pick up some hamburger buns for dinner, and I was like, you know what? I have just been reading. Okay, so a few months ago, I was reading a biography on George Lucas. Yes. Um, by John Baxter, uh-huh. old myth maker, and interesting book, very good. I recommend it. I need to get back to you, Ben, because that's well, where I got it from. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no rush on that. Um, and then I uh, was also more recently because of COVID nineteen, I've started uh, listening to uh, Star Wars Aftermath on audiobook. Oh yeah. Which I think, if I'm not mistaken, is the first novel written after the new after Disney takes over, right? Yep. yep. If I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is interesting because I grew up uh, listening, uh, reading, and listening to all the old Star Wars books, now yeah. called Legend. Um, now reduced in uh, status. It's no longer canon. Yeah, Pretty I was sad. very, very disappointed in that actually. Um, so I kind of stepped away from the whole Star Wars EU for a little while, and have just started getting back, trying to catch up on where Star Wars is going now. Right. But I was noticing as I was listening to this new novel of the, some of the philosophical questions and debates that the the author is discussing. Yeah. Like uh, the nature of war, uh-huh. for for example. Um, and I found it interesting because George Lucas was also dealing with the aftermaths of America at war. Right. When he is he is writing the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so the connecting point here is that I've heard from a couple of different sources about how uh, Star Wars is kind of, in part anyway, an allegory about the Vietnam War. Not, not necessarily a anti-war book mm-hmm. or film, in that case, um, but definitely has some some overtones of imperialism and kind of where America might have been at that point. Yeah. And the same case is for, in the book Aftermath, um, I was kind of catching some pretty preachy uh, <laughs> themes uh, post-Afghanistan, uh, post-Iraq kind of world. Yeah. Of kind of where we are as a society. Um, so, yeah, that is kind of my 
eureka moment for listening to these two different generations Star Wars stories. Yeah. Mm. Have you noticed these things in your own investigation of Star Wars? Or? I have, particularly the um, Lucas-Vietnam connection uh, more so than in the, the latter day. I feel like the, the films, the newer films, try to play it safe compared to uh, something like Aftermath, which I have read, actually. I haven't read a lot of EU, but I have read that one. <laughs> oh, really? Um, Did you like it? I'm I'm kind of like a quarter way through it right now. Uh, I liked a lot of things about it. Um, certain characters I thought were intriguing. Uh, on the whole, it... it uh, I mean, we can talk about it more once you've finished it. I don't want to spoil anything for you or for anyone listening who hasn't heard it or read it. Um, but yeah, it's not—it's definitely not a favorite, but I enjoyed it. Do you think, um, so drawing those parallels a little bit, do you think from a historical perspective that there's, uh, there's some analogies to be drawn between the, uh, the Gulf Wars and the Vietnam War? And when you say Gulf Wars, you're, are you talking about the latest, uh, latest wars in the Middle East? Well, talking about like the, the second the wars Iraq in Iraq, War. first or second, or both. You know, I'm I've not read too much about those uh, from like a historical from historical sources. Mm-hmm. I've only heard about, uh, of course, watching. Uh, watching uh, mass media right now, um, you, you watch TV, you can see a lot of shows that have characters that are veterans of Afghanistan or veterans of Iraq. Yeah. Um, and you do when you go back and watch '80s shows, like for instance Magnum PI, mm-hmm. they are Vietnam veterans. Yep. So there is there is correlation between that. Even if you watch, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a show called Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you kind of do a similar thing in that British show with John Watson. Instead of being in the Afghan war in the beginning of the 20th century, he's in the Afghan war at the beginning yeah. of the 21st century. Uh, I'm not sure any more, uh, any more examining motives in those wars or kind of yeah. uh, things like that. But other than they definitely are interesting to kind of see used in in, uh, in media. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, on on one level, they're very different conflicts. A lot more people died in Vietnam, and there was a draft, which is, I guess, the biggest difference. Right. Um, right. But also, I feel like it kind of fit some of the political narrative for uh, people to cast Bush as... Uh, trying to get us into another Vietnam. So to some extent, that's part of why they're depicted so similarly, because they're, well, they're kind of motivated different, differently. I mean, they're, they're very big, very, very big differences. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting, kind of go back to the 1970s, we just did the 1970s episode. Yeah. Um, Vietnam is kind of set... It's one of those uh, events in American history that has kind of set how we look at the world. So you can see some of these events in American history. 
like 9-11 definitely kind of projects the way we look at the 21st century as far as safety and terror and how we act in a crisis. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Vietnam kind of did that for the latter part of the 20th century mm-hmm. in the way we deal with politics. Uh, Watergate was another one of those. Um, so whenever we talk about war, we're all automatically thinking about it. it's another quagmire. It's another Vietnam. Um, even even looking backwards towards uh, the past of American history, we look at the Filipino, uh, uh, if you want to call it a war or a occupation or whatever, uh, we kind of look at that and maybe call it the first Vietnam. And, we, and right. we did talk about the Philippines a little bit in one of our earlier Questions by the Decade episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of, you see what I'm saying is that we look at this event and we kind of paint it backwards. We also use it to project forwards. And so whenever we talk about war, we automatically think, is this another Vietnam? Mm-hmm. You're not going to see anyone really say, this is another world war. This is another World War II. Right. Where we kind of paint that in our minds as the the greatest generation, mm-hmm. we kind of see it as a as a righteous war, uh, whereas opposed to Vietnam, we got really dirty in the media, yeah, and in American minds. Well, it's interesting so, the the World War Two aspect of because of course there's a lot of World War Two imagery in Star Wars. A lot of the uniforms and things are taken from the Nazis. There's a lot of uh, imagery taken from Nazi propaganda films in terms of composition and editing techniques and so it it's a it's a big hodgepodge in a lot of ways there's a lot of vietnam references and i guess even in aftermath there's some world war 2 kind of uh i don't know it's almost more of a i think because they changed the name from rebellion to resistance it kind they kind of wanted to promote more of the uh French resistance that they've uh, yeah resistance movement that they've um, kind of made a movie about recently. Um, another possible reasoning for that kind of change in the newer movies would be uh, we want to get away from our image of the civil American Civil War, hmm. so we don't want to be associated with rebels uh, as much as we want to be, like you said, World War Two resistance fighters. Yeah. Or, or freedom fighters, or something like that nature. Yeah. I know... Um, I know Ryan Johnson was very influenced by World War II movies. And George Lucas, of course, cut together... Uh, and his editing team cut together a bunch of dogfight sequences from World War II movies to get some of yeah. the uh, rhythm and pacing for star fighting sequences. So... War is a big part of Star Wars. Yeah, and I don't know if this is a spoiler for anyone who want to read the book Aftermath, but there is a a segment in it where they talk about it's just all one war, that one war feeds into another war, and it's just the roles flip back and forth. Very kind of a 1984-ish mm. idea. Oh, I'd say that's about a full episode. <laughs> that's a, a full, full mini-sode right that's, there. That's one mini-sode uh, for have, you, folks. We have not come to any solid conclusions, but it is interesting to kind of see how Star Wars has changed over 40 years. Yeah. Uh, from one generation to the next. Tell us what you think. Tell us what, uh, what how you think Star Wars has changed from one generation. Do you think there's been a passing of the torch? 
in terms of uh, looking back on the Vietnam War or looking back on the war in Iraq, you can tweet us at Popstorian. You can message us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. It's true. Instagram. We're on YouTube. And, of course, there's email. Popstorian at gmail.com. Yeah. So <laughs> give us a, a shout out. <laughs> give us a ring. We'll be happy to pick up. And I guess that's it for this week, Chris. I think so. I look forward to next week. Being overly optimistic, maybe we'll actually get to see each other face to face and this whole coronavirus will just blow out to sea and never have to deal with it again. That's an interesting no, idea. No. How would that even happen at this at this stage? <laughs> I, I overly optimistic. <laughs> it blows out to sea. <laughs> it just blows out to sea. A storm just comes and washes it out. Let's hope so.